0: Welcome to the GORACOM podcast, where investors discover great small-cap companies. Thank you for taking the GORACOM with you, and make sure to follow our podcast. Welcome to Beyond the Press, release, a production of GORACOM, in which we take the time to speak with small-cap executives after they put out big news. And today's news isn't big news, it's interstellar news. And here to talk about is Andrew Davidson, CEO of Royal Helium. Trades in Canada, the stock symbol RHC for French in the US under RHCCF. Usually when we do these interviews, I go into a bit of a, a decent mouthful size intro to tell you everything you need to know about the company. But today, the headline speaks for itself. And before I say that, back on March 29, 2021, we put out a story with the headline saying, From Rockets to MRIs, Royal Helium Plants and Discover and Provide a Multi-Use Gas in Short Supply. Little did we know we'd be so right within 18 months because yesterday's headline, Royal Helium Signs New Supply Agreement with Major Space Launch Company. Andrew, congratulations. Welcome back, my friend.
1: Thanks. Uh, Thanks, George. Thanks for having me. Thanks for the time.
0: Hey, before getting into any details, how big is this uh, agreement for (laughs) the company, its shareholders, and your validation of yeah. your vision five you know, multiple years ago when people didn't know what you're doing in helium
1: Yeah you know it, it tough to it's tough to overstate how important this one was for us on multiple fronts. one you know project validation. Um, yes, people have looked at it yes they agree that we've got a, a very stable producible long-term asset then just proof of concept uh, proving to the world that you know we've been talking about this for for a number of years about who uses this gas. And and there's, you're always met with skepticism. Um, I think, I think this goes a long way to get rid of that. I mean. uh, (laughs) I think it goes all the way. Not a long (laughs) way. It
0: goes all the way to get
1: rid of that. You know, and then of course, financially, it's a, it's just a terrific contract and uh, uh, very, very high value for us. Our shareholders are going to be very pleased.
0: Um, And I'm not going to try and pin you down to numbers, but on that note, you did an interview or at least pipelineonline.ca uh, called you and asked you questions about this. And there's a quote in there that I found interesting. Combined throughput capacity of all your plants will be 20 million cubic feet per day. Yeah. And then it goes on to say, this contract will account for 40 to 50% of those initial helium production numbers. So is it fair to say that 40, 50% of 20 million is eight to 10, eight to 10 million cubic feet of gas Total gas, yeah. not
1: necessarily helium, but total gas, right? Yeah, that's that's a raw gas number, and that's approximately correct. Again, we're you know when, when dealing with an industry like this, the the level of confidentiality is extreme, um, and so we don't we're not we can't get into the talking about the exact size or or price or even counterparty, but uh, that is approximately correct. It'll be roughly forty to fifty percent of our initial uh, planned production rates, but that in the facility size that they talk about in there is correct as well. Uh, two plants producing a total of 20 million cubic feet per day did you raw gas. you know six
0: months ago well now that I think about it you've been probably working this for months so maybe yeah. you were thinking about it but as a shareholder i don't think any of us ever conceived of a contract this big mm-hmm. that would be eight to fifty percent of your production in one contract did you
1: yeah did, it, you, did you think this was possible you know it's bigger than uh, it's bigger than we thought and uh well, frankly, it uh, you know it, it doubled in the last couple of days before we actually got it finally signed. Uh, the size of it. So the, the needs of customers like this are extreme. I mean, the, the amount of helium they need is is uh, is quite amazing. And uh, even at this level, that we're going to be providing them. It's a fraction of what their what their actual needs are. So the uh, the upside on on selling into uh, this industry is it's not limitless, but it's it's pretty close uh, for for a company like ours. Um so it's higher than we expected. We're quite pleased with it. Now we've got 60% of our volumes left to go sell to somebody else. So
0: So, well, let's let's talk about the use. I think everyone at home should understand that too, because it's easy to get and natural to get really excited about the headline, the size of this. It sounds like people at home are gonna be doing back of the napkin math. We'll let them do their math because you're clearly not going to, you know, (laughs) you're obligated under the agreement not to talk about that, which is which is fair game. But Let's talk about the actual use. Why did they choose Royal Helium? And how exactly are they gonna use your helium in in their space launches for their rockets?
1: Yeah, well, the company came to us, they approached us uh, over six months ago and we started discussions then. And they they use it principally in the launch function. They also use it a lot for, you know, the research and development side, but uh, uses a, a counterbalance and purge gas to the fuel system. Um, of all these rockets, so as few, rocket fuel is expended, helium's injected to counterbalance the tanks because there is no risk of explosion or, or fire when using helium. So it's it's an inert, perfect gas to be involved in the launch process. Um, that, that's what they use it for. Um, how they chose Royal, I think, was just uh, a simple matter of of reaching out to a number of companies like ours. I'm quite sure others were contacted as well, and we just went down the road and, and sort of proved them what our development path was. Uh, they feel good about our assets and they feel good about our team. That's bringing them online. I think, I think it was just a, a nice marriage that way where, you know, asset meets need at the right time. And, and here we are.
0: Yeah. It says something. And again, go back to that pipeline, uh, online.ca article, they narrowed it down to uh, either Bezos's blue origin, uh, Musk's uh, SpaceX or or straight up NASA but either way all three of those entities are slated for hundreds of launches mm-hmm. uh, so it's is it fair to say that this ind- whichever whichever client it is the space launch industry is probably growing so yeah. we should be more this is a multi-year agreement right so we should yep. see more and more potentially more and more volume done as time goes on
1: yeah, you know, talking with with uh, with virtually all the companies in the space, uh, there's really there's really no upper limit uh, for for us on on how much of our production could go into this industry. Um, on, on this specific contract, there there's also no upper limit. So there's a minimum that we have to provide, not a maximum. So the the need is extreme, and if we can fill more, they will they will take more.
0: And might it be fair to say that this is already pretty sizable? Mm-hmm. But they, I mean, I've done this before with suppliers, you want to make sure that they live up to your expectations. And when they do, and they get comfortable with you, yeah. that's when volumes can actually go higher. So let's yeah. talk about that side. Sure. And logistically, you know, uh, and careful not to mention locations, because I don't want to do that. But logistically, how are you going to get, how's the helium get out of the ground, the gas and the helium get out of the ground and
1: to sure.
0: the, the customer and, and how difficult of a process is it or is it, or is it
1: straightforward? Well, it, it's it's straightforward, but it's uh, not necessarily easy. I mean, the process is well-defined. We'll, we'll run gas from our wells through other facilities that we're getting uh, built now. And from there, it gets loaded onto a truck and it gets driven into the United States where it gets liquefied. Uh, most, most clients in this space need uh, liquid helium, mainly to store it. They use it in gaseous form, but they they have to stockpile it, and then they, they, re, they regasify it at site. So for us, it's a matter of getting it from our well site, which is technically really the sales point for us. And then we transport it on their behalf down to a liquefier, and then we liquefy it on their behalf. And all, that, uh, all the costs associated with that is borne by our customers, not borne by us. But uh, we arrange the logistics. So getting it down there, there are purpose-built helium canisters that move gaseous helium uh, down roads. It does not move on rail as a gas, does not move in pipeline as a purified gas. So it's purely truck. gets liquefied and then gets stored in what's called liquid isos, helium isos, which is basically compressed canisters of liquid helium.
0: So now devil's advocate. Yep. Uh, is there any, you know, we know there are supply chain issues around the world, not mm-hmm. just in terms of overseas, but even just assets, you know, in North America, getting trains or transportation yeah. trucks. Uh, how do you plan advance? Because I, I would, I would envision this going to be a sizable turn of trucks that are just going to be leaving your facilities, going to where they got to go, coming back, filling up and so yeah. on and so forth. Is that a legit, is that a logistical thing that you have to plan for or is, or do you think you guys will be able to handle that because Alberta and Saskatchewan are, are maybe really strong because that's that's their strong suit?
1: Well, we are strong at that, but it's certainly a logistical challenge that we have to work through. I mean, for every shipment that you have, um, you need two trailers. You need one to actually take it away and you need a second one to plug in because production doesn't stop when you drive away with a trailer. It continues. Right. So we'll need at least two compressed trailer units either purchased or leased. Um, again, that cost will get passed on, but uh, the lead times on some of this stuff can get a, can get pretty high, but uh, we're not starting from scratch here. We've been, we've been planning for this for the better part of a year. So we, we know where all of this rolling stock is. We know where all the parts are. Um, our plants are engineered. They're out for tender on construction right now. We're in the vendor selection phase on who's actually gonna put these things together. So we're ahead of the game there. We, we feel confident we'll meet the timelines that we have to. But um, I, I certainly won't tell you that it's um, supply chain risk-free. Uh, that's certainly present.
0: But the good thing is you've also got time uh, because got time. A, you've been yep. planning for this for a while because you said discussion started six months ago. So I'm yep. sure they probably addressed that with you already. I know I would have. Uh, but you've got time because these the, the trucks don't start rolling until 2023. So ballpark, you got a ballpark about when all the, when, you know, when trucks start rolling and and the, and the register starts ringing in 2023, ballpark, I'm not going to pin you down.
1: No, we're, we're, we're sort of targeting March now. Um, we, we've sort of pushed it back as it took a little longer to get this contract finalized. We weren't going to pull the trigger on ordering any of these things, uh, like rolling stock, for example, like trucks and trailers until we had this signed. So it took a bit longer than we thought to get to there. So what was sort of January is now March. Um, which gives us plenty of time to get uh, all this stuff lined
0: up. How does this contract change the very nature of Royal Helium itself? Because on Friday, uh, there's a big part of the world, and I'm assuming especially in this, uh, maybe in the space launch industry that didn't know who Royal Helium was. And now I've got to assume everybody in that specific vertical knows who Royal Helium is. So has the phone started ringing from parties that you weren't you know or is it too early yet because you just announced it yesterday but how does it changed, or how do you expect it to change just the very nature of who Helium is oh,
1: I mean it's 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 only changed in uh, in you know every single way um, it's uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's been a nice sort of coming out party for us which is uh, interesting because we've been around a little while now but uh, again it's it's the proof of concept that people needed to see It's like, okay, yes, you found it. You say you found it. Now can you produce it? Yes. The engineers say you can produce it. Now can you deliver it? Yes. The customers believe we can deliver it. And, and so now we'll, we go from theory, which we were, you know, a year, year and a half ago to, okay, we've proven up a resource and now we've proven we can extract and sell. It's a business now. It's not a, it's not a plan. It's a, it's a real boy.
0: Dan, yeah, I'm assuming that, that what this does is it makes the last, 50, 60% of your capacity cell sell probably a hell of a lot easier now because you have George calm conglomeracy saying, well, if Royal helium is good for one of these major space launch companies, they're, they're now good enough for me. I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. So maybe I'll ring their phone as well. It, right.
1: It is amazing how quickly, um, yep. we've had interest in the remaining 60% since we announced this yesterday, um, you know, even in so far as the people flying into Saskatoon to meet with us yesterday to say, "Okay, we see that you're for real. We would like to talk about the remaining production."
0: Well, you have any capacity left for George Com conglomerate? I mean, well, like, I mean, whatever you need, George.
1: I mean, we're here to help you.
0: <laughs> uh, months ago, not too long ago, you guys were in a joint press conference with uh, with the government Saskatchewan, yeah. talking about Saskatchewan's plan to become a major helium player uh, around the world by the end of this decade. I've got to imagine you've made Saskatchewan proud and the government you've made a real, you have know, made believers out of them.
1: Yeah. We've had some nice communication with them in the last day, uh, for sure. Everyone's pretty excited about it. Um, they they've decided to run a sort of a, a promotional campaign around us and what we're doing here, which is, which is nice. That's great. Um, the support we get from the provinces is, is just phenomenal. And, uh, and Alberta's the same. I mean, uh, Alberta's been great as well. They're just a, a little bit behind where Saskatchewan's at. And uh, so, you know, that, you know, I call, I'll call it a partnership we have with the province. It isn't really, but it sort of is. Um, it, it's just been beneficial in every way. The way they've sort of leaned on folks like us to say, let's drive this, let's turn this from something small to something big. And, uh, and you know, we're at the leading edge of that and they recognize it. So, um,
0: Yeah, hats off, hats off to the government for 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 making that commitment. Not always Uh, the
1: case. Pardon me. It's not always the case. Yeah, no, 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 not never never, the case.
0: (laughs) I I presume when that day comes, when the trucks start rolling, the government will be there. A lot of officials will be there. Maybe ribbon cutting. I've got to presume something like that. Do we? Do you? Do you think there'll come a day when we actually find out the identity of the customer, or will it be confidential? You know, forever.
1: Well, I think you won't you won't find out from us officially ever, but uh, uh, people are pretty good at digging. So, and, and again, with, with the three names that we've talked about here, um, whomever you think it is out of that list of three companies, we're just fine being associated with that group.
0: Yeah, absolutely. No, absolutely. And last question, by the way, if you've got one of the three, are you limited to just one? Is this an exclusive or is there nothing that stops company bnc from calling you up and saying hey we just saw you it's, it's got to be one of the other two uh we're we're interested as well so does anything limit you from from a you know Not signing something
1: else no there's there is no exclusivity involved with this contract so we we have the ability to sell to whomever uh wants to pay us a fair price for our product
0: andy congratulations man uh, anything before before we go anything i didn't touch on or, any, or that maybe investors should know around this agreement? And any last words to your shareholders? Because there was a time when most people looked at you said, helium, what are you talking about? And yeah. so you, you've got some real loyal people that have got to be really happy today, including including us.
1: Yeah, no, I, there are. And I should certainly thank our shareholders who, who stuck this out because it, it has taken a bit longer than we thought to get this initial contract announced, but uh, I think anyone who's, who's talked with me like, like you have or, or anyone else, frankly, sort of understood our conviction and where we were going. And uh, we had no doubt we'd get here. We're here now. Um, and, and I look forward to, to making the shift from pure explorer to explorer and producer. Because while this is a huge contract, bear in mind, this is production from one or two of our you know dozen plus helium fields. So we're just getting started. Like this is a this is a great first step, but we're just getting started.
0: Yeah, and I and I purposely will have, we'll have that conversation in the next interview. Yeah, I figured this one lets us focus on this major space yeah, launch sure. company, what yeah. it means. But yeah, the 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 growth is you you guys are the biggest holder of of helium lands and projects in in Saskatchewan. So there's one a lot one, more to one go, one. but yeah. we'll talk about that today. We celebrate the fact that that's right. You and your team have uh, have really made shareholders proud saskatchewan proud. i gotta tell you the entire small cap industry i think this is just amazing for the entire small cap industry because it proves just how great small cap companies yeah. are and if you just pay a little bit of attention the kind of things that they can accomplish so
1: well that you know you know George, the job of any any small cap companies is just to continually peel off layers of risk right that's that's all we have to keep doing is just taking a risk off the table and and we did that in a, in a pretty significant way with this announcement. So, so the market risk over our product is essentially gone. And uh, well, that's nice to say.
0: Well, and and the smile on your face at the end of that says it all, Andy. So <laughs> congratulations, my friend, and can't wait to have you back uh, right. to talk about you know what's next in the fall. But for today, you're going to have the, for everybody at home and for you, have an amazing Labor Day, you know, long weekend coming up. And I'm sure you're going to have an extra an extra beer in that Montreal Canadiens chair behind you and, and, and really enjoy this one.
1: No, thanks for the time, George. I appreciate it.
0: Dave at home, you've been watching or you've been list by podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, your favorite podcast platform to Andrew Davidson, the small cap rocket man. He's the CEO of uh, Royal helium trades in Canada, RHC and for friends in the S uh, under RHCCF. For those new to the story, because you saw the headline, you've seen the social media buzz you've seen the volume and all things happening and you want to find out, hey, who's Royal Helium? I didn't know about him. Start your due diligence on the company's profile page on Agoracom because we know a lot of you aren't familiar with Helium, its uses, what it's all about. So we've got that all neatly laid out for you. And then when you've got that foundational uh, knowledge and information, head right over to the, uh, to the company's website, do your deep dive due diligence. Thanks for joining us. Have an amazing day. Have an amazing long weekend to everybody. See you next time